Hey, y'all, and welcome to a brand new episode on Feel the Cup podcast. Oh, my gosh. I have not spoken to you guys through the airways since March of this year, and I am back and better, baby. Like, y'all, 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 the way my life has changed in the last month for the better, like what the enemy sent to destroy me. From February to pretty much going into May. Into now being this new space with Jesus, with the Holy Spirit, with my creator. It's just so exhilarating. Like, I can't wait to tell you all about it as we get into today's episode. So today's episode is sponsored by... Jesus, because he's been doing a work on your girl, okay? So I hope that you support the sponsor and check him out because when you do, you might never look back, just saying. Um, Actually, I know you won't look back because it's the best decision you'll ever make. But anyways, let's get into it. So I hope you have an empty cups ready to receive some hot discussion and inspiration for a brand new week. So, today's episode is about how to break free from people pleasing. How to break free from people pleasing. Oh, Lord. Like, I got to take a few breaths through this episode because people pleasing is a serious condition. It's a serious mental, uh, I don't mean to sound harsh, but illness that I have inhabited, that other people have carried throughout different seasons of their life in different forms, you will see different examples of people-pleasing. And I have been a serial people-pleaser. I have been someone who's allowed people's manipulation, their special wording, you know, their facial expressions, their dramatics to convince me to do something that I'm not comfortable doing, that I genuinely don't even want to do, go places I genuinely don't want to go just to fit in, just to be accepted, just to not be criticized, just to make someone feel better to the point where I end up being crushed and my identity is now in a bad space. So if you've ever gone through any of these scenarios, let's talk about it, sis. Let's talk about it, bro, because I believe... As we open up this discussion, we are going to truly open the door to, I believe, one of the biggest healing uh, journeys you'll ever have is being healed from consistent people pleasing. Like, And it's something you're going to have to be delivered and healed from in multiple seasons because it can show up at any point, but you just have to take control over it. Oh, I was thirsty. So, I hope y'all drinking as we talking because it's about to be getting real good. So, let's see how we want to start it off. So, as far as how to break free from people pleasing, first things you got to do is you got to hold yourself accountable and you got to admit out loud. You just can't keep it inside. You got to be able to admit and hold yourself accountable that you are a people pleaser. That's the first step. In order to truly break free from it, 
you got to be able to say, look, I've identified friendships that I currently have and friendships that I no longer have. I've identified relationship, romantic relationships that I used to have and ones that were recent, which is still in the past because I'm single now. So when you analyze that, as well as even family relationships, when you analyze how people pleasing in each of those relationships has stripped different parts of not only your spirit, but your identity, because now you're trying to fit into different bubbles, into different scenarios, hoping that the person would just validate that you showed up for them. Validate that you did something that you genuinely wasn't comfortable with, but you did it just because you love them, just because you value them. And a lot of times we people please not realizing that it is a cry for the other person to validate a broken version in us that we don't want to heal, that we don't want to deal with. So it's easier to people please than it is to deal with the 14-year-old in me, the 10-year-old in me, the 5-year-old in me, the 21-year-old in me that is begging for somebody to just see them, to validate them, to notice that they did something good. And it puts you in a place of just feeling bound to someone's approval. It's almost like a drug to be caught in a bubble and a web of people pleasing because it can latch on to anyone at any time, at any moment, no matter how strong you think you are, no matter how much self-control, no matter how much you may follow your horoscope characteristics, you know, no matter what you think, power you think you have, Anybody can be a victim of people pleasing. Anybody. I don't care how heartless you think you are. Anybody can be a victim of it. And everybody at some point in their life has been a people pleaser. I don't care if you want to lie and say you haven't. You have. You have. Because we truly want a human experience that right now the generations that we're living in are struggling to provide. We want a pure human experience. A genuine human experience which causes us to people please in unnecessary situations. So, obviously you got to identify and hold yourself accountable. Another big thing is you got to forgive yourself for the decisions you made from people pleasing. If you're going to break free from it, you got to forgive yourself. You can't be hard on yourself that... You said yes to somebody or you went to a party or you went to this, you went to this event, you went to something that you genuinely hated or it turned out worse than you expected. And you blame yourself and you're hard on yourself and you hold in resentment even against yourself that's causing you to make more bad decisions. A lot of us don't realize self-sabotage multiplies more bad decisions. It multiplies the things that you keep telling yourself that are negative. It multiplies how you talk to yourself. When you tell yourself, I ain't S-H-I-T or I'm not, you know, I'm constantly this and I'm constantly that. And, you know, I'm not a good person and all of this stuff. When you say that, you activate more BS. You activate more things that are out of God's will. 
and you're going to constantly put yourself in a pit where you feel stuck and you have no way to get a ladder because you want a shortcut, but you don't realize that you dug yourself in a deeper hole every time you talk against yourself. And that's a big thing that people don't realize is how you treat yourself shows up in the things that you say yes to. It shows up in the things that you say no to. It shows up. So if you want to show up better to people, to break free from people pleasing, you got to treat yourself better. You got to please you first. You got to stop hoping that the people pleasing that you give others will allow them to somehow give you 30 times more. It don't work like that. You're going to keep disappointing yourself like that. So that's a big, that's a big, you know, hump to go over is to genuinely walk the line of forgiving yourself, walk the line of giving yourself grace, walk the line of affirming yourself, telling yourself you're worthy, telling yourself you're beautiful, telling yourself you're worthy of a healthy, non-toxic, communicative relationship. You're worthy of that. No matter what mistakes you've made, you're worthy of that pure, honest love, trustworthy love. I don't have to be what my parents were. I don't have to be the divorces that I've seen around me. I don't have to be the broken friendships that I've seen around me. I don't have to be what society has expected me to be at this age. I can genuinely be a radical for Christ and say, for God I live, for God I die. I will separate myself at every cost to not only pour into myself, but to remind myself who I am in God's kingdom. And that's one thing that I'll never take out of this podcast is that if you ever want to find real identity, you have to know your creator. There is no shortcut around thinking that you have enough power to figure out how in the world I'm going to forgive myself if I don't know the ultimate creator that forgives all, that forgives the worst sins, that forgives the things that I thought that I was going to go to the grave with, to forgive the things that I've been holding on to the secrets that I've been holding on to that's been destroying my mental health. It's been destroying my spirit. It's been destroying my kids. It's been destroying my relationships because I don't want to deal with what exactly God allowed to make me better. Man, oh man, man, oh man, I will start preaching here today because I am passionate about us coming to a connected, you know, joint experience with your creator not some hoopla and shaking and all these crazy things you think that it is to 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 know God or to experience him no it's just a conversation it's a feeling where you feel assured spiritually that you're covered that you're protected that you're loved that you're forgiven by him first and when you remember that your creator forgives you and you ask him for his forgiveness and you're genuine about doing better. He will then show you how to forgive yourself. He will give you the strength that you need to love yourself better, to love yourself better than the ones who left you, better than the ones that you had to walk away from. So the next step. After you affirm yourself is and forgive yourself is you got to fully identify if the friendships 
and the romantic relationships in your life, especially if you people pleased a lot in those relationships, in those friendships. You got to analyze, are these relationships in alignment with where I'm going, with where God is taking me? And if they're not in alignment, if they have, if they're completely out of the lane that I know I'm called to, if they are not adding to me, they're more subtracting from me. If that's the case, God, show me how I need to move away from this, these type of people and be a better impact towards their life from afar. Sometimes you can be a better friend to someone spiritually. It may not be, you know, naturally or, or realistically, but in a spiritual sense, I believe that God can call you to a spiritual friendship from afar for someone to advocate for them in prayer. You know, and obviously if they're an unbeliever, they'll probably be like, well, I don't know what you're praying about. I don't want you praying over me. But I that don't care nothing about that. Because when God gives me direction to pray for people who've hurt me, people from past friendships that have broken my heart still to this day, instead of me getting angry, I pray for them. I want to get angry. Believe me, I do. I'm a human being. I want to be angry. I want to be petty. But what's the point? What what does that do for me? What does that do to my spirit for me to be petty when I serve a God who has redeemed me, who has loved me in my filth when I was dead wrong? So why in the world would I not give that same grace to someone else, even from afar, that I actually can have a better experience about them. I can have a better reflection, a better perspective of the memories that we have had. And I don't have to hold resentment toward those memories. And I don't have to regret those memories because I'm glad it happened. I'm glad it happened. Whether it was temporary or permanent, I'm glad it happened. Sometimes you got to look back on people that's broken your heart and say, God, it was hard. It was actually a nightmare, but I'm still glad it happened because I know that I needed to go through that to be the person that is aligned with you right now. So if these friendships are literally destroying you, making you lose sleep at night, you feel like y'all talking more about other people than actually how we going to elevate in life. If you feel like you're not growing in these friendships, you got to take real inventory in your own life and realize if I'm constantly people pleasing, I'll constantly you know, just dealing with stuff just because I love them, but not realizing that I'm losing my identity in these friendships and these relationships. I got to not be afraid to walk away. I got to not be afraid to either speak up that even if I speak up, the friendship will be stronger. And I say this message in love, what I'm about to say, and whoever take it the wrong way, that's okay. Talk to God. But I'm going to say this boldly. I'm going to say this very, very boldly. I, Kendra Renice Moore, refuse to allow anybody that has walked away from me or God has allowed me to either distance myself from, I refuse to allow myself to be summoned in this dark space of nitpicking everything that you should have done, that you should have said, because what I do is now put myself in a bigger prison, in a deeper prison, where I'm more making it about me, I'm more making it about what they did, 
than actually seeing God, how can I be better for the next friendship that you call me to? How can I show up better for the next situation where that I fumbled in? How can I say that better the next time I get that same scenario? How can I use better wording, better delivery? God, show me how I can be better because for whatever reason, that relationship, that friendship crumbled because something that I could be better at, not because I wasn't worthy, not because I still am not a good friend, but I can always be better. So I refuse to spend the reflection being upset, being mad, trying to go tit for tat because that does nothing for my future spirit. So anybody that has broken my heart, if you're listening to this right now, I forgive you. I love you. I'm not mad at you. I, I would give you a hug today if God allowed me to. I am not mad. <laughs> and this goes for anybody. And so if this triggers you in any kind of way, that's a good thing. It's not a bad thing. Because I love you and there's nothing you can do about it. You may not love me back, but I love you because I serve a creator that's taught me how to see people when nobody's looking, how to see through people, not because I got special powers, but God has given me a vision because I got deeper in his presence to see the beauty in people, even when they did wrong, even when they disrespected you. Even when they could have handled a situation differently, he still allows me to see the beauty in people, the beauty in the ashes, the beauty in the brokenness, the beauty in the pain, the beauty in the text that broke my heart, the beauty in the, the voicemail that still I can't stop listening to because I just want to hear their voice. Like the beauty in it all. He allows me to see that because he loves me so much and he don't want me spending the rest of my days on this earth worrying about, you know, what I could have done, what I should have did, all of this stuff or what they did or what they should have did. He just wants me to live in a garden of love because it, it frees me. Pride kills and when you are a constant people pleaser and you get in these crazy situations, you'll find yourself now trying to use pride to protect yourself, not realizing it's destroying you more. Just talk about it. A lot of the stuff, a lot of reasons why people pleasing magnifies is because we create unnecessary fear around just talking to people. I don't care how hard it is to say that thing. Talk. Open your mouth. I'm not saying every season is the right season to talk. I believe you got to take breaks sometimes and ask God, when is the right time to say this? I believe in that. I don't believe you need to blurt out everything you're thinking. I believe you should process when is the right time. But I also don't believe in letting so much time pass by that now you feel like it's pointless to even talk about it. Talk about it. Because I'm telling you, generations, your bloodline will be set up for greatness when you have the tough conversations. Your bloodline will be healed from pride and envy and jealousy just from you having a conversation. Having a conversation that you made up in your mind six months ago, there's no way I could tell this person that. Not realizing that could be the very thing that breaks them free from what they've been feeling bound for for the last 10, 20 years. 
You have no clue the things that you try to protect and hold dear to your heart are destroying you because you don't want to release that thing because you think that the things that you feel are only supposed to be private, painful experiences, not realizing that love can break the concrete of all of that. And it can it can truly open up a new perspective that you didn't even know existed. But until you open your mouth, you won't realize the beauty of possibilities that comes with boldness and freedom to say, God, I don't know where this is about to go, but I'm going to say my truth. I'm going to say what I got to say. I'm going to stop being afraid of somebody who has no power over me because you created them. You created them, God. So in the world, I'm going to be afraid to, of them when I know you. And if I don't know you, I still shouldn't be afraid of them. Fear is something that has crippled us from saying what we need to say when people really have audacity. There's a lot of uh, the audacity going around, okay? And another thing that I have to say is that a lot of times when you try to break free from people pleasing and you cut certain people off or you walk away from certain people or you don't fight for certain things to be rekindled, you'll notice that a lot of people will then expect you to then fix it. They'll expect you to reach out. They'll expect you to, you know, be the one to break the ice because I ain't got time to be reaching out to her. I ain't got nothing to say. They expect you to be the bigger person. They ain't going to say that out loud. They ain't going to admit that. But they still expect you to be the bigger person. It's like they they sitting on a throne with grapes being fed to them, waiting for you to come knock on their door. There's the validation that comes in that. But guess what? If God tells me that I should reach out to you, guess what? I'm going to do it. And I'm not going to overthink if you on your throne Feeling like, you know, however you want to feel because, oh my gosh, look at her reaching out. I ain't going to worry about all of that because it could be the, the very thing that can truly change a generation. It could be the very conversation that starts the next show or starts the next business idea. It could be the very conversation that creates healing for somebody where they didn't even have to go to therapy to discover this healing. Like... People don't realize the power of agreement. My bishop has been talking so heavily about the power of agreement and that even in disagreeing on things, there's still a a power of agreement that can still ignite even in disagreement. Because if we can just talk out, if we can just respect people's point of views and not just try to correct them because we don't fully agree Just respect their views and open your mind that there could be so many other perspectives that exist outside of just your own. Your perspective, it's okay for it to be challenged. It's okay for what you've learned and what you've been brought up on to be challenged. Sometimes it needs to be challenged in order for it to be reformed and refined into something beautiful. Sometimes your perspective being challenged is not a bad thing. You thinking of it a different way is not a bad thing. When you're stubborn and you feel like I can't look at it a different way, I can't look at this person a different way, I'm stuck on only looking at them another way, they said that one thing and I can't let it go. When you get like that in life, not only are you going to keep doing that to more people, but you're going to do it to yourself worse. You're going to constantly throw dirt on yourself. 
throw dirt on yourself and you're not even going to like you privately. You're not even going to like the time that you even spend with yourself. You'll make yourself think you like it, but you're not. You're not. You're not even going to enjoy your own alone time because of the way you treat others. Because of the way you treat others. But guess what? Because I, myself, Kendra, anything I'm telling you is not something I haven't done. I've been just giving my own experiences in this part of the podcast. I have been the type of people pleaser that was afraid of my voice, was afraid of my anointing from God, was afraid of talking about God to people. So it caused me to say yes to places I had no business going, parties I had no business going, being around people I had no business being around, getting numbers I had no business getting because I'm people pleasing. And I've had a a back and forth struggle with God of God. Why do I have this thing where I don't want to hurt people's feelings, but I still put myself in positions that I shouldn't be putting myself in. And thank you for your protection. But I ain't trying to have all of these strikes with you, with me and people pleasing, where it puts me in positions where I know I'm out of your will. And so God just started showing me more and more as I got in his presence that My people pleasing has allowed me to have a negative relationship with myself because I don't feel like I'm worthy to tell somebody no and not have to explain why. I don't feel like I'm worthy to still have a relationship maintained even after I tell somebody the truth. Sometimes you can't be afraid of losing every relationship because you don't want to tell the truth. Sometimes the truth will be the only thing that keeps that friendship going. No matter how hard it is to tell, no matter if they even stop talking to you for a week, stop being afraid of somebody's silence, of somebody's, you know, you know, I know you love them and you don't want to lose them, but never make that your idol because we genuinely do make our friends our idols. We, we worship them so much and we don't realize that we worship them until they're out of our lives because we put them on such a pedestal where we don't even know how to go to God first because we're so used to going to them by everything. And what God also showed me in my issue with people pleasing is that what what I then was doing was throwing my trauma stories, my issue stories on friends who weren't as strong as I thought. And I was doing the same thing they've kind of done to me, but I was doing it in a worse way because I was being more selfish. I was being more selfish in a way that I didn't like. And I'm working every day now to not be that type of friend to the friends I have now because they don't deserve that version of me. They deserve a healed, communicative, somebody who doesn't run from conflict type of friend, somebody who's going to show up for you. But also, if it's outside of where they're at spiritually, will tell you why they can't come and expect that you'll understand. Like, I just want my friends to understand the season I'm in. I'm in a special season. It's a foreign season. I've never been in this type of season my whole life, but it's also an amazing feeling because my sacrifice has already produced so many blessings from God. And I'm just so grateful for what he's about to do in these next seven months of 2023. So a big thing of having these hard conversations and not being afraid of saying what you want to say is that when you do that, it's going to be easier for you to not respond to texts because you feel guilty that if I don't respond, they're da, 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 da. or it's going to allow you to now not immediately say yes to everything you're invited to because the little girl in you just loves being invited or the little guy in you loves to be invited. 
Like you're going to be okay with not being invited to certain things, knowing that that's God protecting you from places he don't want your feet to walk. But he'll also give you new environments to be in that are of elevation. And you'll be like, look at what God has did. I didn't even expect to be in this room, but my obedience and my sacrifice have brought me in rooms that I didn't even know I could be in. Rooms with people that I need to be networking with. Rooms with people that I need to be conversing with. Not these toxic circles that I've allowed myself to think that I was thriving in, not realizing that I was just killing my destiny the more that I stayed in these toxic relationships. Because I've had many toxic relationships in my life, many heartbreaks from humans. But no matter what, how many heartbreaks I've had, I refuse to give up on the human experience that I know God has designed for all of us to have in our prospective seasons. And I'm just so grateful that God has brought me through the fire just to now put me in a palace before I even get to heaven. And I'm grateful for that. And my palace ain't perfect. It got some cracks in it, but it's mine because I I follow such a sovereign and just, just God, like, when you break free from people pleasing, you'll stop trying to get licked back. Stop trying to be on demon time, as the kids say. Stop trying to get revenge. Stop trying to work out just to get somebody back. You'll start genuinely doing things for you, not hoping somebody sees it or talks about it or worrying about who going to view it or who got something to say. You'll break free from all of that about worrying about what people think about you and you'll genuinely enter a place of freedom where you realize, oh, snap, it didn't bother me when I heard them say that about me. When I know three weeks ago, it would have. Oh, snap. I didn't want to think of something bad to say when I could say a whole lot, but that's not the first thought. I genuinely just want to pray for them. Like You'll notice that your heart posture will change when you surrender to God. And all those licks that you want to get, you'll realize that God's licks are way harder. So all those people that you want to send them a long essay text and a long voice message and, you know, you know, FaceTime them and tell them off or call them and say, speak your mind or meet up with them somewhere to speak your mind and get it off your chest. Sometimes you got to realize some seasons God will allow you to be silent so he could show you that he don't play by his children and that whatever you think you can do, he can do it better. Whatever you think you can avenge, his vengeance is better, always better. Because not only does it provide conviction, but it provides freedom for the one that he even allows the vengeance on. Because he's going to still bring a lesson for them. He's going to still show them that he loves them. So... I hope that this helped you analyze how people pleasing has negatively showed up in your life, in your mental health, in your family, in your friendships, in your everyday life, especially work relationships. A lot of times we people please real bad in work environments where it strips our soul, it strips who we are. And so I challenge you right now, don't be afraid to lose no job trying to people please, trying to suck up to people who mean no mean you no harm. Pray to God to give you wisdom and, and a deeper vision to see people for who they really are. Because a lot of times the signs be there. We just choose to ignore it. 
because we like having vibes and good conversations. And I realize all the answers that we be trying to spend six months to three years to two years to a year trying to figure out, be in one conversation. The power of agreement, the power of opening your mouth. Your words have power, so much power. Don't underestimate it. Don't doubt it. Trust that God has put a voice in you that is worthy to be heard in his will with his guidance. And regardless if you're religious or not, you deserve to be loved by people who show up for you, who see you even when you go missing, who ain't holding a tally against you because love doesn't do that. Love doesn't keep account of everything that you do. Boundaries are needed, but it don't keep account. Love forgives. Love is enough. Jesus is enough. And Jesus is love. So, if you don't know Jesus, I challenge you to get to know him. I challenge you to bring him any questions that you have. Because once he sees that you're ready, he's going to talk back to you in his own way. So just be open to what that's going to look like. And don't do it just for praise and applause. Do it because you know that whatever you've been doing, it hasn't been working. You know it. You don't want to admit it, but you know it ain't been working. And you're silently struggling right now. And you don't know how to break free. Jesus is the answer. And I'm not saying that because it sounds good. I'm not saying that because the church taught me to say that. I'm saying that because I've lived it. I'm saying that because I've tried to run away from him probably every other year of my life. Probably at one point every other month, I've tried to run from Christ. But he still chases after me because he wants to use me for the greater good, for greater purpose of winning lost souls back to him so that they can truly figure out why they're here on this earth, why they've survived so much hell. Why they've survived so much toxicity. How they still glowing when they should have been dead. Like He's going to reveal all of that to you when you bring it to him. Stop bringing it to your friends. Stop bringing it to your parents. Because you're going to keep putting bags, extra bags on people who can't carry it. Who don't really have the answers, even if it sound good with what they're saying. Sometimes the people that are pouring into you, they sound good. But it genuinely has nothing to do with what God is trying to show you. It just sounds good. That's why you got to get it known for yourself. Not for how good it sounded on a 30-second clip on TikTok from Sarah Jakes or any of these other spiritual leaders. So I love y'all. I hope that your cups are filled. And if you was drinking with me, I hope they empty because, you know, you were saying, yes, girl, yes, the whole episode. I don't know what you were saying, but hopefully you liked it. And I'm back, baby, so get ready for the heat. Um, I love y'all. Let's really end 2023 with a bang. I have a feeling this summer is about to blow your mind. So stay open to what God is about to show you because he's shown me so much. He has taken the scale off of my eyes. He has given me a new voice. I'm not perfect. I still got a lot to work through. So got a lot of brokenness that God is, you know, putting together, but I'm enjoying the journey. And that's, that's a good feeling.
That's a great, after all that I've been through this year already, I'm enjoying the journey. So I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Please share, please, and follow me on IG at more motivation, M-O-O-R-E-R motivation. Love you. Have a great week.